Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with your host, Dr. Fuck, and the Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley. Kick on back and listen to another exciting episode. It's time for the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast! Hey, hey, it's me, Dr. Fuck from Thrasher Die, the guy that's screen podcast, and uh, with me this week, as always... Is uh, do we miss it? No, I think the I people could, got it. I could always crack it. No, 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 no. I think the people are already bored of that. Ah, oh. <laughs> but who cares? Oh. That's right. It's your calling card, man. It's not like hey. you do, it's not like you do it on purpose. You're always cracking beers and drinking. That's right. It's That's our it. anniversary. I'm celebrating. That's amazing that we made it to the big five zero. Yes, that's right. That's my age, oddly enough. Um, we are, this is, I guess, uh, they call it the silver episode. Yeah, you got to take me to, like, Sizzler tonight. This is yeah, a big yeah. deal. Yeah, I'll take you somewhere. And, uh, and, uh, we're going to have on the show today, the great Bill Wang. We'll be getting him on. Oh, yeah, a fan favorite. Yeah, fan, fan favorite. And, and I figure, you know, the people that love our show love Bill Wang, so let's give them some more Bill Wang and not only that. Uh, everybody out there that's not on our Facebook page, you should join it because we had a poll uh, for the people of what you wanted our 50th episode to be and uh, the trivia won. So uh, I got my questions here. Bill's got his questions. Ian's got his questions. And yay, you might learn something on this episode. Hey, we're educational. We're, yeah, we, we, we are the kings of useless information. <laughs> we can stump the Trump. That's true. I know I can. Well, I know Ian can for sure. All right. So, um, yeah, man. So, yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy that that uh, this podcast is doing as well as it is. Uh, you know, I know we mentioned this at the end of the show, but I'm gonna mention it again, man. Go to iTunes, check out all the killer uh, reviews, and and leave a really good one because I know if you're listening, you love this show. As much, almost as much as I love you. Not not as much, but I, I, I love you so much. If you look outside your window, look at that tree. That's me with the binoculars. That's how much I love you. <laughs> but I want to say thank you to the fans. Holy fucking shit. Uh, this, we're, we're recording this in the last days of April. And this is our biggest month ever ever this for the first time we are going to break 30,000 plays in one month that wow. that's fucking phenomenal that is unbelievable yeah 30,000 plays uh <clears throat> we've had 24 straight days with over 800 plays and half of those were over a thousand we've just been really doing good and i want to thank all of the listeners i really appreciate it that it's amazing and uh, itunes Definitely, we've been picking up on iTunes, but I would like to see those uh, those reviews and comments, please, because that would help. But I, I, you know, it seems like yesterday, and then it seems like fucking ten years ago we started this shit. Yeah, it but, doesn't, uh, and we haven't even hit a year yet. Have yeah, no, no, we haven't. No, right? it, no, this is the end of April. I think our year will be. Uh, I think we started the last week of June, or uh, the first week of July, right around there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you, we can just look at uh, the pod team and the iTunes. It tells you 
the date uh, that was posted the first. Right. Well, well, I had to I had to stop our original page because I made a mistake, and then like a month or two later, we started up the current one that we have. Oh, uh, okay. Well, how about but uh, yeah. No. I've uh. Well, well, remember, remember the big hassle we had even getting on iTunes. We weren't on iTunes for like the first month or two. Oh. Remember that drama? That was a pain in the ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yes. uh, before we get into the big old trivia show, uh, we got some news, right? I got I got a little yeah. news thing I want to talk about. All righty. All righty. I'll let you go first. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It's uh, I just saw this minutes ago online. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, a video. Well, it's actually really audio. It's a video shooting a wall or something. Of a Van Halen soundcheck for the latest tour. Have you seen this? No, 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 no. They are playing. Uh, let's hope because they were soundchecking this song for the very first time ever. Dirty movies. Oh man, I was thinking about that today. Dirty I was like, movies. Man, they never they, play that. Oh, and it that sounded was... awesome. It sounded oh, really good. Ah. You hear the intro, and I'm hoping it makes the set list because I already got my tickets for the West Palm Beach show. And hopefully oh, they'll throw in some other odd ones. I mean, but this one, I mean, look, the past couple tours, they threw out like Out of Love and, and uh, uh, yeah. Girl Women Gone in, Bad, Women, Women in, in love. love. Yeah, but uh, these are all... Hear about it later. Yeah, but these are all songs that were performed live at one point. Dirty Movies has never been... I would wow. love for them to throw out Dirty Movies and uh, One Foot Out the Door. Oh, yeah. Shit, uh, which, I, by yeah. the way, when, uh, as we're recording this, this is the 35th anniversary, 34th anniversary of Fair Warning being released. Amazing. So, yeah, yeah man, I, love, I, I hope they add a fucking date, man, because I got to see this shit, man. It's my favorite band in the world, you yeah, know? Yeah, I got my tickets, man. They're playing West Palm. Oh, uh, you're lucky, brother. So, uh, yeah, that's my news. Uh, let's hope that, you know, because it sounded so good on Soundcheck. It was like, nice. holy crap, this sounds amazing. It sounded just like the record. Right. So oh, awesome. uh, let's hope. And if you know Van Halen, they don't edit that shit. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, well, they, they didn't edit the Dave thing. This is something I read the other day that that I thought was awesome. It is uh, fucking Sammy Hagar admitted that uh, Live Without a Net and Right Here, Right Now, almost all the vocals were re-recorded. Oh, really? I never knew that. Yeah. That wow. fucking piece of shit. And, and and even that studio work couldn't help it. Yeah, no shit. What are you talking about? Life Without a Net was awesome. 5150 was awesome. Shout oh, out. Oh, bullshit. Shout out. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and, uh, man, I had a hell of a week. I just I went and saw Slayer on Sunday. Oh, God, really? I, oh. I don't know. I've given up on that. Man. Oh, dude, dude, it was fucking great. It was great. Uh, I don't know if you saw my post on, on our website, though, man. Great set list. Played Hella Waits. Was nice to hear. Uh, Gary Holt fit perfect. Yeah, you know, you know, Exodus played here on the same day without Gary Holt. What? Yeah, because Gary Holt was playing New Orleans with Slayer. I, I didn't know. Th- I didn't think Exodus was doing any shows without Gary Holt. Slayer, Slayer is, I mean, Exodus is touring with Tesla. What? what they play with who was filling in i don't know i don't know who wow. that guy is. wow oh no 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 but exodus has played a ton of shows without gary holt like uh when Sousa first joined and they had rick honnold come back 
Yeah, uh, I thought he just guessed it. I didn't know he he did the whole show because Gary wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Gary, no, no. Exodus is playing without. They have been playing without Gary Holt when it conflicts oh. with Slayer and Slayer dates. I did not know that. I did not know that. But Slayer was amazing. If they come around, check them out. Uh, you know, there, there was a lot of stuff that yeah they always play, but there was a few surprises that are. Spill the blood was a neat one. Uh, oh, that's cool. I saw that. I saw them play that. I think the last time I saw them, and, they did uh, throw that one out. Die by the sword. I was so happy to hear. I love me some old fucking Slayer. Well, that's always on the set list, isn't it? Right, right. But I, I mean, I, I still. I mean, awesome to hear. I just saw Ministry last night. Oh, Ministry that... played here the same night as the Exodus show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They played Fort uh, or. I don't know where the fuck they play. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Fort yeah, Lauderdale. yeah. The, the, both shows. Yeah, both shows were in Fort Lauderdale. Exodus and Tesno was at Culture Room. Ministry was at uh, uh, the Revolution. Yeah, so I saw Ministry last night. Great fucking show. Did they play TV uh, song? No, I wish. Unfortunately, the last, uh, I'd say, three or four tours, it's really just later day Ministry. They play with a couple, you know, like they have to play. I would much rather hear... Like, a, you know, for a fan that's been around so long and had so many albums, I'd like to hear something off of every album, but... Well, they do play uh, Stigmata, right? No, he hasn't played Stigmata what? in years. Yeah. How about uh, Thieves? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That show. Oh, yeah. That was that was a killer right, one. Right. Uh, and So What brought the house down. So What? Uh, just One uh, Fix? Oh, of course. Of course. And then New World Order. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that's about it as far as fucking oldies. The rest was all newer shit, but I happen to love it. Uh, but I, I would like to hear Deeper Cuts. Uh, with, with any band, I want to hear Deeper Cuts. Uh, this Friday and Saturday, I'm seeing Primus two days in a row. Uh, excited for that, man. I'm a huge Primus fan. Uh, so looking forward to that. Got a bunch of shows coming up. But let's get it. Let's talk about another band that I'm getting ready to see in probably about three weeks or so is Rush. And uh, man, have, have, have they played band. any shows yet for this tour? I don't think they've started the tour yet because I'm really excited to see the set list. But uh, yeah. I don't think they've started yet. They're playing Tampa, and I'm kind of torn. I don't know if I'm gonna go. But man, if they they throw out like some really gem, uh, killer gems, I might I might take the trip. I would go because I've never seen a bad Rush show. Yeah, I mean, and, neither uh, have I, but you know what, man? It's kind of like, hey, man, I saw Moving Pictures, Signals, and, you know, a bunch of other ones after that. That I don't know, man. It's, if it's the same damn set list or nothing like that will, like, you know, if they don't, uh, you know, if they play, like, you know, deep cuts from Fly By Night, I'll be there, you know? But if they don't, right. you know, if the, if the rarest thing they play is Witch Hunt, then I'll stay home. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting because I'm pretty sure, they won't come out and say it, but I'm pretty sure this is the final tour. Uh, besides the fact Neil Peart, like, you know, doesn't want to get out there and do half-assed, you know, he wants to go out while he's still on top. He's still drumming great, but apparently he says he's in a lot of pain. Like, it really hurts him at this age to, to play at that level. And I get that. And he has a small daughter uh, that he wants... He does not want to leave because, you know, he lost his wife. He lost his daughter uh, in the 90s, tragically like a year apart. And I think now, like, he has a second lease on life and he doesn't want to leave home. He's not, uh, you know, he still he still says he'll do Rush albums, 
but he does not want to go on tour and leave his child. I and love I, that. I respect, you know though. what? That is so awesome that they will continue making albums. I, 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 you know what? I'd be happy with that. You know? I mean, as long uh, as it's I, as good as the last one. Right. No, no, I, I, I agree. I understand, you know. It's like, especially, you know, the loss he had and, and you know, his age. I mean, it's not like he's going to see this kid in his 30s, you know, because he's an older dude. So if he wants to spend that time with his child, that's fantastic. That's why I urge anybody, man, if you love Rush and they're coming next, you know, soon to you or close to you, go check them out because chances are, I don't think the rest of them want it to end, but, you know, they're not going out without fucking Neil. You know, they're not going to get uh, Portnoy to do a tour. Oh, you know, God, that no, please not. That, 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 that shit ain't. Please don't do that. Uh, uh, here's another interesting thing that I... Uh, that you witnessed uh, the debacle of the, the Jakey e show. Oh yeah, that, it, yeah, that my video made it all on the internet. That's that's my video that people are showing. That's awesome. Well, maybe thanks to your video, now Red Dragon Cartel has a new singer. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, there's a third singer, Chaz West. Who uh, fuck if I know who the fuck Chaz West yeah, is? Yeah, he was yeah in some bands. I saw those things. Lynch Mob and some other Really? Band. I yeah. don't I don't remember Lynch No no Mob, I mean but... that's what I saw on the article that he was in Lynch Mob. Maybe he just did shows with him, I don't know. Right, right, right. Could have been. Yeah, I never heard of the guy. I uh, haven't heard him yet, so I have no idea. But this pains me, because goddamn would I love to see Jakey Lee do good. I enjoyed the Red Dragon Cartel. I love hearing that guitar again. But uh man, this shit just seems doomed, man. <laughs> you know, it's like it's not a bad uh, album. Actually, I mean, it, it, it was a little bit of a grower for me, but I heard it the right. other day, and I was like, you know what? I mean, it's not a mind-blowing comeback, but it'll do, you know? Well, you know, I'm not the hugest fan of these uh, the vanity projects where there's, you know, 25 singers yeah. on it. You know, so, sometimes it's okay, but I would rather hear a cohesive album. Right. You know? You know? Uh, I mean, even though, like, I really enjoyed the Iomi album with all the different singers... Uh, for the most part, I like I want a cohesive band that has a flow and shit like that. But man, I, I love Jakey Lee so much. I'll take it any way I can get it. Like you know, and, and let me say something because you know about uh, in his defense about the Miami show, um, they came out and that's the video everybody sees is when they walked out and they did uh, Ultimate Sin and this guy sang the lyrics to Now You See It, nice. Now You Don't. And while I was filming, I even thought that I was like, wait, he is not singing the damn song. And then, it, like, after, like, the second verse, I go, dude, he's singing, now you see it, now you don't. But in that guy's defense, they then played Highwire, and he sang that great. The guy was good. He just yeah. fucked up the first song. The rest of the show was not bad. It was very abrupt because he went on at 2.15, 2.30 in the morning, which was not his fault, which was more, you know, the vet. Let me put it this way. The venue, the show started at noon, and they had, like, 20 bands. It was ridiculous. So even before, see, uh, uh, on the same night, Queensryche was playing in Miami. But I was like, no, you know, if I had to pick, I'm going to go with Jakey Lee because Queensryche will be back. I doubt Jakey Lee ever be back. But I heard people saying, Jakey Lee's not going on stage till 2 in the morning. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to go to Queensryche and then go to Jakey Lee, which I did. And that's an, I got to tell you, man, that Queensryche show... 
Holy crap. Now that's a band I highly recommend you go see. That Toddler Tellatori, whatever his name is. Toddler He's awesome. Have you seen that? Have you seen Queens Rock with him? I, I have not seen him live, but I really enjoyed the album. All the footage I've seen live. Man. Oh my God. I just saw footage from that uh, Monsters of Rock cruise and had him doing Queen of the Reich. Oh my wow. God. I mean, was a good they, they opened with Knight Rider, man. I was like, oh man. Oh yeah. And the and whole when, show. The whole show was nothing but early, and I'm talking deep cuts like Enforce, Warning, uh, Speak, Needle Lies. Uh, you know, they were just. You know, and the whole EP, you know? I mean, it was well, just mind-blowing. Queensryche is really listening to the fans. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and uh, I think it's great because the hardcores, and that's the only ones who are going to go at this point, really. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, but they you know they want to hear Metal Queensryche. I mean, Jeff Tate really led that band astray. And, uh, you know, I, I got to say, like, hey, they let them do it, you know? Uh, so you can't put all the fault on Jeff, but now they know, like, man, fans don't want the cabaret shit. They don't want all this shit. They want fucking Metal Queensryche. And that's what they're giving you now. And and that dude just sounds awesome. Yeah. I totally support that version of Queensryche. Well, it's the only version now, since they sell the lawsuit. And also, that- okay, and I also wanted to give a little shout-out to a band that I had no idea about. I mean, I've heard of them. But I was absolutely blown away. The band that opened for Queensryche was uh, Lily and Axe. Oh yeah, from New Orleans. From New Orleans, and they were they were amazing. I don't know nothing about that band. I mean, I've heard of them, and I think they had a video or two on the Headbangers Ball that back then didn't do anything for me. But they put on an amazing fucking show, and I was like, now this band's great. I mean, I don't know how many original members are left in the band, but they right. were really good. So. Um, Lily and Axe, man, if you ever see them, they ever come around you, check them out, give them a chance. And people that do know Lily and Axe are probably going, yeah, duh, dude, I know. But I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, and I was very, very surprised. So yeah, my night consisted of two shows, Lily and Axe, Queensryche, and, uh, and Jakey Lee. And, the, and yeah, the Jakey Lee made all his news, and who knows what's going to happen with Jake, man. I, I hope he does do another album. I don't think it's going to be Red Dragon Cartel. Uh, that's why I bought a shirt. Because I figured uh, this may not be <laughs> a co- collector's item. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know if you... And I got a bu- uh, picks, too. I got a bunch of picks from Jake that night. And, um, yeah, but, you know, as a whole, it was a short show. They ran too late. They, they He didn't... He did... I did get to see him do Now You See It, Now You Don't. So the guy sang it twice that night. <laughs> How was he when he did it? The second time. Great. With the no, no, no. He did it great the first time. He just did it to the wrong song. You know? Right. But they played that at the end of the show because they only had time for one more song. Jake gave us an option. He said, what do you guys want to hear? Bark at the moon? People were like, yeah. Dreams in the dark? People were like, yeah. I'm like, come on. That song rules. I love Dreams in the Dark. Which, which by the way, they, Badlands did not play it that much back in the day. I don't know yeah, if they were. Yeah, Jake, Jake doesn't like it. Yeah, no. Well, uh, well, he likes it enough to play it now. And the well, last, because fans want it, but he's gone on record. That's why they didn't play it that much back in the day. He did not like it. Oh, okay. Well, and then the last option was shot in the dark, and the place went apeshit. So. Oh fuck yeah. So we got we got shot in the dark. I I don't mind. I, it, to to be honest with you, out of the three, I would have gone with Bark at the Moon. 
because I love the riffage. I love the solos of that song. And my second choice would have been Dreams in the Dark because he hardly ever plays it. But, you know, seeing Jake do Shot in the Dark, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Walking distance from my house as well, I should add. You know, it's like, I'm not complaining. I mean, you all heard our Ultimate Sin review. You know, I'm not a big fan of that album, but I like Shot in the Dark. I think it's a good song. You know, they played Ultimate Sin. They played, and then they played, uh, oh, you know what they played, which was a I was shot. He played Sun Red Sun from from Dust. Nice. From the Dust right. album. Nice. Uh, and then Good the song. Rest, yeah, and then the rest was Red Dragon Cartel stuff. Oh, oh, they didn't do Rumble and Train? No, but it was on the set list. Oh, oh man. It man. was on the set oh. list. But they, yeah. didn't, they didn't have time. You know? Yeah, I hear you. But you know oh. what? I got to meet Jake. You know, you guys probably heard the ID on, uh, on the episode you can also see it on youtube on the, on our youtube page for the podcast and uh he was super cool but he was on something i'll tell you that <laughs> i don't know if it was just liquor but he was a super nice friendly guy i can tell you that you know and very happy about it right on well here's another story that's related now this is some good fucking news his old boss ozzy it was just announced that VH1 has scrapped plans for the return of the Osbournes. I didn't even know they were going to do that. Yeah, they were talking about bringing that back, and I was like, no, please, God, no, do not do that. And uh, luckily, they scrapped plans, so there will be no return so, of the Osbournes show. So in other words, Kelly Osbourne is now in the fetal position, crying, saying, I'm never going to be popular ever again. Pretty much, pretty much. Oh, it should be. Uh, we go from some good news to some sad news. Uh, unfortunately, God himself, Lemmy, was forced to cancel another Motorhead show in San Paulo, Brazil. Well, I, I really do hope it's true that the reason they did it because of food poisoning. I really hope that was the reason. You know? Yeah, well, you know, it was some really bad stomach shit. And, you know, then later came out like it might have been food poisoning. And not something worse. Yeah. But, uh, oh, man, it's so sad, uh, you know, to see any Motorhead show canceled, you know. Because, I mean, that's the last thing you want is a world without fucking Lemmy. Uh, but I got to admit, he looks so frail nowadays. I mean, he looks he, he looks man. bad. Yeah, I, saw, I was on the motorboat, the Motorhead boat, and he was so thin and frail. And, honestly, even his performance was, he stood still. The voice was, you know, just croaked through the show. It, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, it was cool to see Motorhead, you know, just the whole vibe of it. Right. But you can see time has caught up to Lem, and uh, yeah, it's not, it's not looking good for him performance-wise as well. well. Well, see, the fucked up thing is now he's leaving, living a clean life, and it kills everybody. I mean, at some point you got to. I, I get that, but man. Well, he's still he's still drinking Jack Daniels and smoking cigarettes. I can tell you that. No, he, he gave up the cigarettes. He said, unless you saw something. I saw he, this recently. He said he's up to one pack a week. Well, one pack a week. Yeah, that's I mean that's still smoking, smoking, smoking. Well, yeah. yeah. But and Jack Daniels, I found out through the guy that was taking care of him on the boat, which I think I discussed it on on our motorboat episode. Go back and listen to it. The guy told me he drank Jack with. Lemmy alone, you know, and they had a deep conversation. So, you know, I, maybe he's not drinking as much as he used to, 
but he was drinking Jack on the boat. All right. Well, uh, still, we hope he gets better because I, I hate to think of a world without Lemmy. And uh, they're back in the studio. Yes, yes, and uh, and hopefully it's another great album. Uh, nine, 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 we got a nine out of ten chance it will be a great album because that band releases crappy albums once in a blue, blue, blue moon, you know. Right. Well, and I really loved Aftershock. The last Aftershock album. was great. I mean, yes. I'm telling you. I mean, chances of the next one not being good are slim. You know. Great album. Uh, all right. Here's another uh, story that won't go away. And that's uh, a rainbow reunion. Oh, this oh, oh, yeah. This is the thing. This, you know, this Jolin Turner is a flaky guy, man. <laughs> did you see? Did you see what he just said? You know, he goes. Well, he said like a week ago. Oh, me and Blackmore getting back together is going to be a reunion. Now he's saying it's probable. Probable. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? It's like I thought it was for sure. Yeah. Well, what what it means, I I think, is there's a lot of shit Richie Blackmore wants to do, and Joe Lynn Turner's his last choice. So if none of the other shit pans out, he might do something with Joe Lynn Turner. And there was almost kind of like a Coverdale page, a Coverdale Blackmore album. Well, that that came real close. Yeah. But uh, Coverdale and what what seems to be ruining his career is his manager, who is his mother-in-law. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, because he's married to that chick, Candace Nice, Candace Knight, a uh, hot piece of ass. But, you know, she's like fucking 75 years younger than Richie Blackmore. Right. And I, I think his mother-in-law is younger than him. But she does uh, all the managing, and she is supposedly fucking horrible. She's like a, like a, a Z-list fucking Sharon Osbourne. In fact, there's a famous story where, uh, you know, like he does signing. But he will only sign, um, uh, Blackmore uh, Black, Night. yeah, Blackmore's Night shit. And this guy was in line, said, "Fuck this, I'm gonna give him the sign." This. He had a copy of Machine Head that had everybody's signature, but Blackmore's. He put it up there. She fucking grabbed it and broke the motherfucker. Broke said, it. Yeah, said I told you no fucking Deep Purple. And the guy went fucking ape shit. Yeah, I, I can't remember if he hit her or he shoved her or something. There was, there was a story about her. Like security had to get called because the guy went ape shit, and rightly so. I would, I don't give a fuck woman or not. I would punch her right in the fucking puss. Bam, right in the fucking mouth. You know? Could you imagine a, a fucking copy of Machine Head with everybody's signature from Blackmore and some cunt does that shit? Unbelievable. But uh, she seems to be the one that keeps stopping. Blackmore from doing anything hard rock related because she wants him to stay doing Blackmore's Night because the daughter sings. Right. So she does everything in her power to keep him doing this fucking uh, uh, Renaissance Fair fucking medieval times fucking bullshit. You know, Blackmore, we all know Blackmore, the history of Blackmore, the motherfucker is vile. He's like, he doesn't give a fuck. He does whatever the fuck he wants. He is Richie Blackmore. But this is a lesson to everybody out there. Look at what the power of pussy does. Oh, yeah. Even even to somebody like Richie Blackmore. It has tamed him into this fucking puppet for his hot wife's mother. And I think think he's just a pussy-whipped old man right now. I, I I really do. 
And I mean, it's no secret that Blackmore does like that type of music. Always has. Yeah, you hear uh, you hear a little bit of it on the first Rainbow album. Always admitted, but there's a lot of people behind the scenes saying that for years now he's wanted to get back to rock. You know, uh, you know, like I think he knows, like he's getting older. He doesn't have much time. He'd like to do, you know, something, you know, while he can. But but uh, his fucking mumsy-in-law keeps fucking it up and. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's a pussy-whipped old fucking limey right now. That, that's what I think. You know. Yeah, it's sad, man. And you know, I mean, and you know, I know you're not a fan of it, but you know, there, there's times I'm in the mood for Blackmore's Night, and I do like it, especially that first one, Shadow of the Moon. I, I like to kick back and chill to that one. But no, man. I mean, to me, Blackmore needs to be strapped onto a Marshall amp, turned up loud with the Stratocaster. That right there, you know. And, and it's so sad because this is a guy that wrote a song that like a trillion people started playing guitar to. And he's, he's uh, very underrated these days. Not a lot of people talk about Blackmore when they mention the greats. And I think, yeah, I think but that it doesn't lot... help that he's been hiding out for so long. No, and also, you know, because of what he's doing now, it, it doesn't really... You know, it's not really guitar-oriented music. Yeah, he still solos, and you still hear the the emotional Blackmore playing, but eh, it's like you know, he needs to be. You know, he needs to get back <laughs> to Rainbow Man. It just it just reminds me of that shit uh, from fucking uh, uh, Spinal Tap, where you see the midgets dancing around Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly the type of music. That's what it is. All right, uh, Ian, let's, uh, enough of the news. Let's get into what everybody's been waiting for. And since it is our 50th uh, uh, episode, and uh, by popular demand, people, we asked the people, what would you like our 50th episode to be? And unanimously, the winner was rock and metal trivia. And Hell yeah. You know, we had a trivia show before with our ex-host, uh, and now... Ooh. Yeah, exactly. So now we got somebody. We're like, me and Ian both said, well, we're going to get somebody to be uh, the third person. And me and Ian said at the best time, at the same time, that person can only be the most reoccurring guest we have on our show. We love him so much. A big hello to Mr. Bill Wang. Yeah. I got chopsticks. I got egg rolls. I got rock and metal combat podcast. Happy 50th, guys. Woo! Thank you so much, Bill. Let's get into it. So we all, me, Bill, and Ian, we all came up with 10 questions. We actually have some extra questions. I'd like to go, uh, it might go into the tiebreaker. So Ian, uh, I want, um, who's going to be, oh, uh, throw throw your coin and see who asked the first question. Uh, all right. All right. It's between me and Bill. So uh, sure. Bill, I pick heads. Alright. Alright, throw it. Let's see what it is. Tails. Tails never fails. Bill Wang, you ask the questions first. Alright. Alright. Now we have to go to see yeah, who goes Now we first. gotta go. I, I pick again, head. Alright. Oh, shit. Drop the coin. Oh, shit. That's my balls. Heads, you get to go first. Alright, go ahead, Bill. Wow, All right. Ian, you're on. Yeah. Okay, before joining Anthrax, 
Dan Spitz was in. Overkill. Oh, correct. Yeah, that's one for me. All right, Ian gets the next one. All right, let me mark that one for asshole. Hey! <laughs> what, what? I didn't say that. All right, my turn. All right, Bill. Okay. What is Ronnie James Dio's real name? Oh. What was? What was his birth name? Uh, Ronald. I, I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce this right. Pab Pabladonna. Pabladona. Yeah, you're right. All right, All right Ian. All right. I wouldn't have got that one right. I I know exactly. I just don't know how to uh, pronounce it because I do own that first Alpha. But uh, mm. all right, um, all right. What's the next question, Bill? All right, <clears throat> what? Uh, let me see. Let's see. Okay. How did Dave Mustang get the idea for the album Rust in Peace? Oh. Ah. Uh, was it a news article he read? Uh, I think I, maybe that's how he came up with the name Megadeth. I don't know. That's my answer. Was it from a news article? No. <laughs> All right, Ian. I got. It's from a bumper sticker he saw that said, <laughs> "All nukes should rest in peace." Uh, you're right. It's it was a bumper sticker he saw, and it said. May all your warheads rest yeah. in peace. All right. all right. Two to one. All right. Ooh, I got I to gotta steal. Now, my question. Yeah, now you're clear. Go ahead, Ian. Go ahead, Bill. Okay. <clears throat> Who recommended Dio to replace Ozzy Osbourne in Black Sabbath? Sharon Osbourne. <clears throat> Correct. All right. Uh, next question. Okay. Who produced the first demo tape for Wasp? God damn. Ooh, all right. Uh, I don't know. Don Dawkins? I don't know. All right, who? Ace Freely. I, I don't. Wait, wait. Oh, I, I know. Hey, I just, oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I had that. No, okay. Oh, well, that's don't count, Ian. Throw the next question. Oh, no, I had that, so I knew that. Throw the next question. God the damn it. you, Bill Wayne. No, no oh, man, I fucked up. I know. No angles for me. All right, 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 right. Okay. That's the next oh, question. Oh, God damn it. All right, here, here's. You better, hey, get this one, Godzilla. Okay. No, no, no. no, no, no. no you got to ask Ralph another yeah. one now. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You okay, okay. Ralph. Fuck, I knew that one. If I lose right, that one point again, because of these shenanigans, <laughs> it's just Don't worry, Ian. Don't worry. I'm going to beat you by at least five points. Right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. <clears throat> Who was thrown off the... Uh, I don't have a specific date, but I know for a fact. Who was thrown off a late 70s KISS tour for using foul language on stage? Fuck, man. Um... I don't know. I, you know, Sammy Hagar? I don't know. <laughs> You're right. What? <laughs> You're fucking right, dude. Sammy fucking Hagar. 
I said that as a joke. No, it sounded like it was a joke. No, fucking A. Sammy fucking Hagar, the no Jimmy Buffett of Hard Rock. Did you know that, Ian? No, but I knew the last question that I got fucked out of. All right, well, here's a question for you. That's the right, one, right. Bill. Alright, alright. Um Okay. Who played Lee Guitar on the song When Death Calls on the nineteen eighty nine Black Sabbath album Headless Cross? That was one of my questions. That would be the... that would be Brian May of Queen. Correct, sir. My my question was actually who is the only other guitar player to play on a Black Sabbath album that was not done? Yeah, well, you got fucked, too. How do you like it? <laughs> no, I ain't got fucked. That's, that's fair. You were the, you got the question first, you sore losing motherfucker. <laughs> it's four to two, by the way, Ian. You're yes, fucking... Yes, yes, yes. You know? All right. All right. So, uh, go ahead, Bill. Brown's question, though. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. What day and year was Iron Maiden formed? What day? Yep. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Alright, I, I, this is crazy. All right. Come on, you got the Sammy Hagar one. You can get this one. 1976. Is that the right year? Hey! No, I'm just saying. Give your answer. Okay, July 4th, 1976. Christmas Day, 1975. Hey, Bill! Goddamn, Bill! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Bill! Oh, Dick! <laughs> all right, all right. I, I we're gonna. I need a chance we're... for a steal. Oh, I fucking I forget it. This two of you fucker. Right, did right, you know? Did, did you hey, know that hey. answer, Ian? No, but I'm gonna go take a piss while you motherfuckers figure out how to play fucking trivia. Hey, I, I know how to play. Bill, fucking. I'll be, I'll be right, fucking. Oh my fucking goodness, as Mrs. Waring would say. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Um. Okay. <clears throat> Where did Judas Priest get the get their name? Where did they get their name from? God damn it, man! Go ahead, Ian. Don't answer, Bill. Yeah, I'm don't not, answer. Don't answer, answer Bill. Uh, you, 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 give, you give up, Ralph? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. From the Bob Dylan song, "The Ballad of Frankie Lee and Judas Priest." Bam! 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 Yes, sir. All right. Five to two. Holy crap! All right, next question. All right. All right, now it's my question. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, okay. This is a double question, okay? The first part is pretty simplistic, but it's part of the whole thing. Okay. Heavy Metal Day Us Festival, Memorial Day Week in 1983. Oh, I know that. Name. Oh, I know you do. Name the artist. Uh, and then name the person that was, was supposed to be on that day, but bitched and moaned so much because uh, he said he wasn't heavy metal or hard rock, so they moved him to the third day. So name the bands, and then oh. who was supposed to also be on that day? How, how do I that, always get these two promo posters? Two-part two fucking wah, wah, wah. Ian Wadley. Uh, Ian Wadley. Uh, all right. Well, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. I believe I know the bands, but I have no idea who said they weren't wanting to get bumped to the third, uh, to, to, the, to the third day, which uh, I believe that was like Tom Rock. Promo. 
everything. Come on, Dr. Fuck, you can get it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I believe I know the bands, but I, Ralph, I'm going to give it to you, see if you can get it. I don't know. So he has to, he has to, he has to name all the bands, and then the guy oh, who got I, can, I can name all the bands, but I can't. <laughs> Motley Crue, Quiet Riot, Triumph, Ozzy Osbourne, Scorpions, and Van Halen. Am I missing one? No, I think that's right. Okay. That's, that's what I know, but I don't know who got bumped. I, I don't either, okay. but I, I'm just going to... I'm going to guess, and even I don't even think this guy... It's a solo artist, correct? I thought, you don't have to tell correct. me. Oh, it is a solo artist. Well, I, I don't even think he played, but it's not, if anybody would whine about not being heavy metal, it would be Robert Plant. Was it him? No. Yeah. Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar. No. no okay. Who was it? Can I say it? Yeah, yeah. you can. Yeah, we you don't can know. Say it now. Okay, Joe Walsh. Oh, yeah. Well, he's right. He ain't metal. Right, right. Okay, so that's... that's uh, Man, that's that, a... that would have nope. sucked if they put him on heavy metal. Yeah. I, know. I know. I know. And I love Joe Walsh. No, I don't mind him. I'm just saying. Uh, all right, well... Th- well, then we both lose that one. Yeah, no, we, no points there. All right. Uh, we still have two questions left, and now this goes to Ralph first. All right, go for it. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's in. Should I give you this one? You of all people. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'll give you a softball. All right. <laughs> John, I'll, be, I'll play Terrence for this part here. I guess so. <laughs> John and Chris Olivia's obviously is famous for forming Sabotage. What was their first name Fuck. in 1970? Fuck, I know this. I even have a video with that fucking name. Now I'm having a brain fart. They were originally called... <laughs> I have... Dude, I actually have an outdoor show where they're playing Van Halen songs under the name of that band. Mm. Oh! Mm. You Damn. give up? You're on Google, aren't you, Ian? No, I'm not on Google. Oh, I would never do that. I know this fucking... I know it. I know it. Damn. Alright. Fuck it. I do... You give up? Yeah, I give up. Alright. Ambrosia. Oh, good. No. He didn't know it either. What is it? I know it, Bill. What is it? I didn't know. What is it? Yeah, go ahead. Avatar. A-V-A-T-A-R. And then they're fucking around and and, uh, Chris said... Man, put an S in front of Avatar like Kiss. And then Avatar, Avatar, Avatars. But yes, Avatar. A-V-A-T-A-R. Uh, you are, you are well, hey, that's I pretty good. Bill stumped both of us with yeah. two questions. And I have that goddamn... And I have a show from them as Avatar. I was just having a All right, the l- No shit. Yeah, I do, actually. It's an outdoor show. All right, the last Bill Wayne question, and it goes to me. First. Is it okay. really the last? I mean, shouldn't he have two extra ones since he fucked up two of them? Well, well, no, he he already skipped that, but there was two questions that neither one of us knew the answer to. Okay, go, go ahead, then. So, one last question that goes to me. I got a bunch left, so you need me. Okay, <clears throat> all right, let's... Um, all right. What's the name... And it's a couple blocks from me as I speak. What's the name of the San Francisco famous bar restaurant that Metallica officially hired Jason Newstead uh, after a night of closing down the place and doing massive amounts of coke up in the little shitty bathroom. 
Name the place. All right. I'm Famous. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to take a guess on this because I don't know 100%, but I'm going to go with Ruthie's. No. Oh, shit. Okay. You know, I, I, I have a video of them talking about it, but I don't remember. And, and, uh, and I'll tell you this, Bill, just to let you know, I know the story, that they went into the bathroom... Uh, Lars, James, and Kurt and discussed it, or maybe it was just Lars and James, and discussed it. Then they came out and told them, "All right, you're part of the band." Yeah, that's I, exactly it. But I don't remember the name of the place. Okay, say it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's called Tommy's Joint. It's on the corner of Gary and Van Ness. I would have never got that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I tell you what, Bill Wayne, those were some amazing questions. Yeah, but should he ask a couple Thank more? You. <laughs> Well, well, no. I mean, that's ten questions. Okay, all right, all right. We just we did not know the answer to three of them, though, and I think that's the mark of some good well, questions. Well, round one, Ian destroyed me, five to two. Jesus Christ, that was all bad. right. All right, now it's time for me to ask questions, and they're that's not. That's right. They're and not now, easy. Now, now it comes to me and Bill Wayne. They're not easy, and the first one. All right, the and, first, and I'm going to explain this to Bill Wayne. If one of us doesn't know the answer, it goes to the other guy, gets a shot, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. I All right. I, 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 I need to be drunk. All right. Ian, Ian, flip a coin. Who gets the first question? All right. Bill Wing, you call it, brother. Tails. Tails never fails. Bill Wang, you won, goddammit. Bill right. Wang gets the first right. question. All right, Bill. I'm going to tell you, if any one of you two know this question, I'm going to be very impressed. This is a tough one. This may be the toughest one I got. But we won't. We'll see. In the Michael Jackson video, Beat It, this is going to Bill first. The the Michael Jackson Beat It, there is a dancer. One of the dancers in that video went on to become a guitar player in a somewhat popular... LA band that had albums uh, from the 80s. Name that guitar player slash dancer in the Michael Jackson video, Beat It. Bill? Oof. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, this is a tough one. George Lynch. No. Uh, Ian? Uh, C.C. DeVille. And... The correct answer, Tracy Guns. No shit. Yes. Right on. True story. All right. Right on. Question number two. And this is going to uh, Ian. All right. Who was the first member of Metallica to do a guest appearance on another band's album, name the band and the song, and and the member of Metallica that was on that song? Jesus fucking Christ, Terrence. Uh, all right, I'm going to say uh, Lars Ulrich on Merciful Fates. Uh, 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 the album is fucking shit. Uh, God damn it. Uh, uh, Lars, uh, repeat the question. Uh, name the name the name the member of Metallica. The song and the band that he performed with. All right, Lars Ulrich, Merciful Fate. The album is no, not the album, the song. Well, you can name, oh, name oh, the oh, 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 the song. Yeah. Uh, 
Into the Unknown. Okay, Bill, your shot. Do you know this answer? Mm, I don't. All right, uh, Ian, you you almost got it right. It's Return of the Vampire. Okay. So. All right. Nobody, All right. No, no points. Award. Nobody got that right. All right. Uh, okay. This is. Oh shit, Bill. I'm sorry, man. This I is love a, how I always get these 15 parts. No, no, no. But tell me, <laughs> this one's really hard. I'll, again, I'll be shocked. Hey, I gave Bill the, the beat it question. You know that was hard. And I'm giving him another. Uh, this one's fucking hard too. All right. Oh man, come on! I gave you some softballs. Help me out, bro. All right. No, I will. I will. It's, I gotta go in order, okay. Bill. I'm sorry. Uh, What obscure band of the 80s released a video called Frankie that featured cameos from Ozzy, Lemmy, and Bruce Dickinson? Repeat the question, please. What obscure band from the 80s made a video for their single called Frankie, which featured... Cameos from Bruce Dickinson, Ozzy Osbourne, and Lemmy Kilmer. Fuck. Um, faster Pussycat. Nope. Uh, Ian? That would be Tora Tora. Nope. The correct answer is Briar. I ain't fucking around with these questions, <laughs> am I? I? I'm sorry. What was the answer? Briar. Okay. Okay, uh... That goes to me. Okay, to you. Oh, okay. This one's not that... I don't know if this is hard or not. Maybe not. What... Which question number is this? This is This is, this is four? question number three. Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, four. <laughs> four, you're correct. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. What band performed with two legendary singers in two different performances? They didn't do it on the same performance. Both of those singers died in 1980. You understand the question? Repeat it one more time, please. What band performed with two singers that both died in 1980? Now, there weren't, they didn't perform them at the same time. One was in 1979, the other one was in 1980. I have no fucking idea. Uh, Bill? Uh, I don't know, man. You got me there. Okay, the correct answer is Cheap Trick, and they perform with Bon Scott uh, doing Johnny Be Good. You can see it on uh, YouTube. And also, they performed with John Lennon uh, on the song I'm Losing You. Uh, in uh, the, in the yep, it's true. All right, Bill, the next question I think you'll get, buddy. It's a sabotage question. <laughs> and it just so happened it fell on him. It's a pure, pure coincidence. All right, Bill. Who did guest vocals on the song Strange Wings off the album Paul the Mountain King? Uh, Ray Galen. You are correct, sir. Thank you, man. All right. That's one for Wayne. All right. Oh, this one you might get. I think, Ian, this one's not hard. Um, Roger Daltrey did some vocals on the album of what Big Four band and also named the song. Why do I always get the fucking ten bar question? I know, right? Anthrax. And the name of the song? Oh, fuck you! Uh, 
give me a countdown on seconds to come up with it. Uh, fuck. Ten, nine. You know what, Ian? I'll make it easy for you. Name the album. Fuck it. Uh, we come for you all. All right, you got it. Name of the song was taking the music back, but I'll get you. All right. Okay? Stop crying. All right. All Jesus right. Christ. All right, Bill. What member of okay. Led Zeppelin performed with Paul McCartney at one time? <clears throat> um... Robert Plant? Nope. Ian? John Bonham. Yes, sir. You remember on what? Mm. I didn't make it a two-part question. No. It was... <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember. I think it was Rock for Cappuccino or something <coughs> like that. God damn, Ian is wiping the floor with both of us. All right, come on, Bill. Uh, oh, no, this uh, is... Uh, no, no, this is my question. All right. Oh, this is a good one. Right. What artist wrote a song for the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but it was not used because the management demanded too much money, so the filmmakers backed off? And I'm not going to ask you what song it was. Uh, not making it a two-part. Uh, okay, you're just asking who the artist is? Artist, band, slash band. Okay. If you say the art, uh, the member of the band, that counts as well. Okay, uh... I'm going to have to go with Roxy Blue. Okay, uh, Bill? You know this answer? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> the answer is Tony Iommi slash Black Sabbath. They wrote a song called Nightmare that ended oh. up on the Eternal Nightmare. I mean, Eternal uh, Idol. Oh, oh, good question. Okay, okay. okay. Hmm. You got some tough ones. Yes, I, like I do. Yeah, absolutely. He sure does. Okay, um, this is question nine, right? This goes to Bill Wayne. Okay, this one, uh, this one I might, might be hard as well. This is actually a rumor, but I've heard it from several people. So it could be true. I'm not saying this is a true thing, but it is a rumor. That Seth, the singer for the crazy band Anal Cunt. Yes, Anal Cunt. Beat a musician, a famous musician's ass. After he beat this musician's ass, this musician went on to take martial arts. Name that musician. Axl Rose. No. Uh, yeah. Dave Mustaine. You got it. Yes. God damn it. You knew that, Ian? <laughs> well, well, I kind of I put two and two together. It's like... Who deserves their ass beat? Oh, Dave Mustaine. Who took martial arts? <laughs> Dave Mustaine. I kind of got that. Okay, the last one goes to you, Ian, and it's not simple. Yeah. It's oh. Not, okay. It's not an easy one, but it's a one-part question. Right? Oh, oh, one part of it. Well, you might get it. Who knows? Here we go. Rob Halford re-recorded Rapid Fire with what thrash band? In the studio, buddy. Tankard. Nope. Bill? Metallica. No, correct answer, Sacred Reich. Nice. Oh. I love Heck. Sacred Reich. Okay, so Bill, you got one. I got All two. Right. And Ian's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. God damn. Wiping the floor with us. All right, All so right. now it's time for Ian to throw us some questions. Uh, oh, man, and I got I got some good ones for you. Hey, you know, you know, Bill, you had some pretty good questions. Ralph, yours were very hard. Yes. 
I, I, I think mine are kind of in the middle, but I've got some, definitely got some interesting questions. But what I want to know is who's going to go first. And Bill Wang, since you're our honorary guest, you call it. Okay, uh, heads. It is tails. It is tails. Ralph, you get to go first. All right. All right. Which famous heavy metal star almost became a rabbi before he found heavy metal? Oh, I know this. Um, ooh, God, um, you mean star or, or movie star? No, 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 no. He's a, he's a heavy metal legend that almost became a rabbi, but then he found heavy metal. I was going to say Mel Gibson, but then you said heavy metal star. Let me think. Yes. Heavy metal. This is hard rock and heavy metal trivia. He, right. He's a, he, a heavy metal legend. Heavy metal legend. Would it be me? No. Damn. Bill, you All right. Bill Wedding. Uh, repeat the question, please. All right. Which heavy metal legend almost became a rabbi? Before he found heavy metal. Oh shit! Gene Simmons. Ah. All right, neither one of you got it. The correct answer is Carrie King. Oh. Oh. Yes, yes. When he still went by his birth name, which Shlomo Kingman. Carrie King was almost a rabbi. But then uh, he discovered Venom and Heavy Metal, and, and he forged another path. Wow. All right. All right. Good uh, question, I, Ian. That was good. Yeah, one. it's a tough one. Didn't I know All that? right. All right. This one goes to Bill Wayne. We all know that our beloved metal god, Rob Halford, came out in the late 90s. But he is not the first gay person to come out in the metal community. Who was the first all-gay band? to come out in heavy metal. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I know this one. Well, hold on. It's Bill. No, it's I Bill's know, first. I know. I know. Ah, fuck. Girl school. <laughs> Ralph, it goes to you. S.O.D., the Stormtroopers of Death. Yeah. Oh. What? The, the correct answer, Man of War. Oh. They, they originally started out as a disco band, the Village People. They changed a couple of members, dropped the horns, donned the, lo- the loincloths, and became Man of War. They are the first openly gay metal band. That's right. Fuck. How did I get that fucking wrong? Yes. Damn it. I don't fucking know. bullshit. All right. Well, it's coming back, but we got to go. We got to go to Ralph right now. Mm-hmm. Ralph. There's a lot of health-conscious people nowadays. There's a lot of vegetarian metal stars. Who was the first vegetarian metal star? Um, Caesar Butler. Bill Wayne. No, it wasn't Bill I got Ryan. this one. I got it. I got it. Tony Thayer. No. The correct answer is Dave Holland. He loves eating vegetables. Oh. 
Oh. <laughs> he even had to do a little bit of time because he loves to eat damn vegetables. Oh. He certainly uh, does. Yes, he certainly does. does. All right, all right. The next question. Ooh, ooh, this, and this is custom made for Mr. Bill Wang because this is one of his favorite bands of all time. Who was a ghostwriter on every track on Metallica's two albums, Load and Reload? He was uncredited but was a co-writer on every track on both of those albums. Wow, I know this answer, and it's going to throw people off because not a lot of people know that he also plays guitar, and he's not a metal legend, but Mr. Phil Collins, right? Ah, you were so ah. close, but I, I actually thought you had this. I, I know, you were gonna I know. You know. Okay, Ralph, Ralph, here's your chance to steal. Who was a ghostwriter on every track on both Load and Reload? Andrew Devereaux. No. No, I knew you were going to say that. No. The correct answer is Canadian's own Brian Adams. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Of course. Fuck, it just like creatures of the night. Damn. Metallica, Metallica was very excited with all the, you know, the new fans they got with the Black Album. And they wanted to go even more commercial. And they, you know, fellow Canadian and their producer Bob Rock said, hey, let's get Brian Adams. Let's write even more commercial bullshit that only Bill Wayne will buy. Interesting. went six times platinum, so I think there's a little bit more things out there. Interesting side note, not to be outdone, you know who's got to jump on Metallica's tailcoats is fucking Dave Mustaine. And on his album Risk, all songs were co-written by Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, at least you're consistent. Risk, yes, total yes. sellout. You know, you know, you know Ian... You say my questions were tough. Well, I, 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 I didn't know, I didn't know these, these were so bad. Wow, these are okay, tough. Okay, okay, well, here, really here's tough. one. Here's another Metallica question. This one's for me. Yeah, because I put, I put two Metallica questions together because I didn't know who would win the coin. And I was kind of favoring Bill Wayne because I know this boy loves some Metallica. God, thanks, you. But here we go. Who, and this is interesting because you asked me. This is kind of like the one you asked me. Who is the only guest drummer ever to appear on a Metallica album. Name the, the album and the guest. Um, the album is Ride the Lightning and the drummer is Anton Fick. Oh my god, no. Alright, Bill, this is pretty... Bill, take this. I got it, I got it. Mama, I'm coming home. Alright, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, repeat the question. Okay. <laughs> what is the only Metallica album to, to feature a guest drummer? And who is the guest drummer? Okay, okay. All right, it was 1988's Injustice for All, and the drummer was Peter Chris. Oh, really? Wayne, you, yes. you let me down on this. Oh. The correct answer was the album was St. Anger, and the drummer was none other 
that Sesame Street's own Oscar the Grouch I, beat on his own ga- garbage can. I knew this. God damn it. I can't believe oh I forgot my that. God. I had it written down, motherfucker. This is bullshit. Oh, Let's, no. can, I, can I win this? This is fucked up. No, I, I was going to say that first, man. Yeah, I bullshit. actually knew that, but I forgot. Damn. Oscar the Grouch did play on St. Angus. I have oh, man, my you... first fucking album, Sesame Street. All right. All right. Well, now i got a kiss question. And this is going to Bill Wang. Bill Wang, you got the first shot at this, motherfucker. Don't let me down. I won't, I won't. All right. <laughs> All right. Which world-famous songwriter almost sued Kiss for plagiarism, but they settled out of court? Oh, jeez, let's see. <laughs> King Diamond. Eh. Ralph, do you have the steal? Uh, actually, you don't know this, Ian, but there's actually two times they almost got sued. One was uh, Alice Cooper was going to sue them for the song Dreamy, and the other one was Def Leppard was going to sue him for Read My Body. Right, but here's the one that was settled out of court. They were almost sued by world-famous... Uh, famous on Broadway, Andrew Lloyd Webber sued them for this song, I'm Just a Boy, based on his song I Just Like Boys from his play, Truman Capote, The College Years. Wow, you see, I wouldn't have got but, that one. But it was later thrown out of court because he realized it was on an album called The Elder That Nobody Bought and There Was No Money <laughs> To Be Won. That is a long title for an album. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know really? that, Ian. That's fucking great questions. Yeah, that is a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one. All right, all right. I, I, I thought what he was going to get that. Which, by the way, yeah. I should But still, you know, I mean, the Def Leppard one was out of court. I should have got that one. But that's okay. Yeah. I'm not a whiner yeah. like you, so keep going. <laughs> all right, Ralph. All right, come on. Step up to the plate here. I know I know you know the answer to this one. Who's, who's this, whose question is this one, by the way? Ralph, you get it first. Which Van Halen member has made two porno films? Eddie Van Halen. And, uh, yeah, Eddie Van Halen. What? You're not saying what two porno films, are you? No, no, no. But you're wrong. wrong. What the fuck? Bill Wang. Donut City was, was in a porno movie. Here's your chance to steal it. Which Van Halen member made two porno films? <laughs> Okay, well, first of all, it's a trick question. It's not a contemporary member that's in the band right now. It's a band for a couple years, and that is Gary Sharon. Oh, my God. I can't believe both of you just... No, the Van Halen member who made two porno films was Sammy Hagar. <laughs> the name of the two porno films... We're alive without a net, and right here, right now, where he fucked all fans out of a good Van Halen show. Wow. You know what? Oh, I now, now, in retrospect, I did know that. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. All right. All right. Okay, Bill Wing, help oh, me out. Help me out. I'm gonna, I'm what, trying, what is I'm this, try. like 20 questions? No, this is only the eighth question. There's all right, okay. eight, nine, ten questions left. All right, okay. All right. Ozzy Osbourne, heavy metal legend. I know this one. Known for Black Sabbath, known for his solo career, has also guested on some albums. Name the artist who he's guested on 
their album six times. Uh, the band is called Nelson. I'm sorry, Bill Wang. I'm going to cut you off right there. I'm going to give it to Ralph Vieira, see if he knows the album. And I'm going to repeat the question. Yes, please do. Ozzy, heavy metal legend in, with Black Sabbath and his own solo career, has also guested on many people's albums, ranging from Black Label Society to Cold Chamber, but he has guested on this person's album six times. Six different albums. Name the artist. Ozzy Osbourne. Jesus fucking Christ, people. The answer is Bob Daisley. He's, he's guest on six Bob Daisley albums. They're called Blizzard of Oz, Diary of a Madman, Ark at the Moon, Off the Sin, No Rest for the Wicked, and No More Tears. That question. Uh, Fuck that question. That's nah. That was not a good question. All right. That was inaccurate. That oh, one was a lie, Ian. I know you're, 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 everything you're saying is... is uh, but that one right there, that's a lie. That was very accurate. But no, it was not now, accurate. I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. <sighs> All right, and it's another similar question. Uh, here we go. Name the person who has worked with all of these artists. And the artists are Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons... Don Dockin and Kevin DeBro. Who has worked with all four of these artists? Um, <laughs> uh, all those artists who performed with them? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who worked with all of these artists? Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Don Dockin, and Kevin DeBro. Who has worked with all four of them? <laughs> Uh, Bob Daisley. No, I hear I hear Bill Wang laughing. I think he knows the answer. Bill Wang, what is the answer? Who has worked with all four of these artists? Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Don Dockin, and Kevin DeBro. Doctor Fuck Bob Daisley. Ah, <laughs> uh, hold on. Let's see. Um. Oh shit. Uh. Brett Michaels. Come on, people. The answer is Maury Kessler of Good Brothers Wings. <laughs> Maury's Wings. They're tested through Hurricane wing. Wings. Oh, the guy from Goodfellas. Yes, yes. He has made wigs for all four members. All four artists. <laughs> Maury Kessler worked with all four of those. That, oh, is, that is awesome. I did not know that. Yes. All right. The last question. Mm. Wait a now, second! Wasn't he whacked way before Dawkin like had a wig? I, you know, not, I call foul on that question. Let's not get into semantics here. Let's mm. go into the last question. All right. All right. Now this is something. At first, I thought was open to interpretation. Like there's no right answer. But then I looked it up on the interweb, and I realized there is a correct answer. All right, Bill Wang. This goes to you first. Mm-hmm. Who is the greatest hard rock and heavy metal band of all time? Uh, a 
Original Kiss. Ah. Ralph Vieira, you have the chance to steal right here. Who is the greatest hard rock heavy metal band of all time? Well, technically it's Black Sabbath, but I have a feeling that's not the answer. Is it? Well, you, you, I can't leave you, Ralph. You have to give me an answer. Black Sabbath. Ah. I looked this up on the internet, and according to Wikipedia, the answer is Genesis. But as we all know, Terrence was allowed back on Wikipedia, and the answer has been changed to Genesis. Oh. I must must say I wore no points to either of you. Well, I gotta say, Mm -hmm. uh, a Wikipedia question is foul. It's, it's, it's throw throw another question because that that does not count because Wikipedia is not like real. Well, that's my last question. Oh, right. And it doesn't matter because if you add up the stats, let, let, let's let's oh, let's, let's look at the numbers here. Oh, no, let's not. Let's not. Bringing up bringing up the rear with with one question answered right. Is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Bill Wang. <laughs> Oh, man, I smoke too much pot this yeah, morning, Yeah, but, but in all fairness, you didn't even understand how trivia works, so, so we're yeah, not... Yeah, I guess that. not. I know. I know. Yeah, I, 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 fair enough, fair enough. I sucked. We love you, Billy. Coming in second place <laughs> with two correct hands. Oh, God. It's my boy. The, the man, the, the, the great host of this show, the man whose coattails I ride every week. And, and, and ex-champion of trivia. Yes, yes, the former champion, Ralph Vieira. <laughs> yeah, thanks. But the new champion. Uh, undisputed. Undisputed. It was a, the massacre. Game. a massacre. It was. Bloodbath, bloodbath. Eight damn points to my the two. Ayatollah <laughs> of alcohol. Yeah, well, next trivia, I'm getting drunk. Okay, cool. <laughs> you haven't done that in a long ass time, bro. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that was our special trivia show as for by the fans. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you learned a little something about hard rock and heavy metal. And uh, now I want to go into something that I love to do on this show. And I'm sure Ralph isn't ready, so I'm going to go first, then I'm going to throw it to Bill Wang, and then I'm going to throw it to Ralph. And that is our pick of the week. And my pick of the week for this very special 50th episode is what I consider one of the greatest heavy metal albums of all time, Black Sabbath Volume 4. Oh, one of the greatest albums of all time. Oh. An amazing album. I never get tired of even though there's two tracks I'll skip. It's still fucking absolutely amazing. What I mean, uh, I know FX will be one. What's the other one? Changes. FX and Changes. Oh, I love Changes. I, I, I love Changes, but I've just I, I've heard it too many times. It's kind of ruined for me. Uh, but there's just something <laughs> so special about Volume 4. And I think it really bridges uh, the two eras of original Sabbath. You know, it definitely has elements of the first three albums, and it has the progression that you would hear on the future albums. Uh, it's an amazing... I remember the summer I was 16. I listened to this album, like, every day that summer. 
from my like sophomore year to junior year, that summer, every day, I listened to this fucking album. I'm never tired of it. It's an absolute metal fucking classic. If you don't have this shame on you, buy it mm-hmm. right now using our Amazon link. It is Black Sabbath's Volume 4. <laughs> Bill mm-hmm. Wayne, what you got for a pick of the week? My pick of the week is kind of a little oddball. It's a 1987's Deep Purple album, House of Blue Light. Ooh. It was the last to feature Richie Blackmore, and it was an awesome show. I was 10 rows, section 102, from center stage at the Shoreland Amphitheater. It was awesome, but yeah. Deep Purple, House of Blue Light, the one that followed the big comeback album, Perfect Strangers. So yes, Deep Purple, House of Blue Light. That's my pick. I would have uh, to, I would have, want to correct you, Bill. The last, yeah, I was say the last Blackmore album was... Uh, the Battle Rages On. Battle Rages On, and he also did Slaves and Masters with Joe Lynn Turner after that album. Oh, okay, well, the last one I got then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the last one a lot of people bought, Bill. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta be honest. But, okay, uh, yeah. Oh, God, Call the Wild, Bad Attitude. Right. Bad yeah, Attitude, okay. Black and White, Dead or Alive, great album. Fitzy Dupree, there's some, there's some great songs on there. I have it on mine. Yeah, great, great one. If you do not have that, use our Amazon link to buy Deep Purple, House of the Blue Line. Mm-hmm. Ralph, my, what did you just come up with off the top of your head? My pick will surprise Ian because he calls me such a hater. But I absolutely love this album from beginning to end. It's uh, an, be surprised. It's an amazing album from Bruce Dickinson called Accident of Birth. Every great song, album. Every song rules on it. It is better than anything Maiden. See, I always have to throw in a little dig on Maiden. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I can't oh, I'm. I'm such a little whiny bitch when it comes to Maiden. But to me, it's the best thing he's done since Power Slave. And uh, and the, and and the, the album that followed it, Chemical Wedding, not just sees that, just as good. But I'm gonna stick with Accident of Birth this time around. Uh, amazing song, uh, Starbreaker, and. Um, Road to Hell, great, great, great song. Uh, Return of Adrian Smith too, who uh, you know I bash as well. Both of them together, without Steve Harris cracking his like you know Gestapo whip, uh, made this album quite enjoyable and quite metal and quite straightforward, and with no little prog elements of boredom. Accident of Birth <laughs> is my pick of the week. Love that album. All right, enough of that bullshit. What do you say? Since we got Bill here, let's let's have him be part of our little DJ segment at the end of the show. Uh, Hell Bill, yeah. yeah, Bill, pick a song, dude. What what do you want us to play? I want you to play from Mastodon's 2004 album Leviathan, Blood and Thunder. Nice. Right, let's go.
right, that was Mastodon, Blood and Thunder, uh, from uh, Bill Wang's request. Uh, Ian, what, what do you want? What do you want to play? Oh, you know me. I'm gonna throw a little cock your way. And this cock comes from one of my favorite guitar players of all time, George Lynch. This is off the second Lynch Mob album. This is Tangled in the Wet.
that was Tangled in the Web by Steroid Lynch. And now I'm going to go with uh, a song off my pick of the week this week from Bruce Dickinson's Accident of Birth. You got to fucking turn this fucker up. This one's called Road to Hell.
right, that was my pick, Road to Hell from Bruce Dickinson. And uh, Bill, you got another one more, man. What, what do you want to hear? I want to hear from the 1982 brilliant masterpiece, Scream of Vengeance. We're talking Riding on the Wind. Oh, yeah. That was Riding on the Wind from the Metal Gods. An excellent choice there, Mr. Uh, Bill Wang. My choice uh, is going to Ian's pick of the week, which uh, most of the time is my favorite album from my favorite band. He picked Volume 4. There's times it, it switches. This is a song off the album that Bill Ward almost quit the band over. I don't know if you guys know this story. He couldn't come up with a drum pattern for this song, and it drove. I've him, heard about this. It drove him crazy, but then he came up with something that is so 
freaking amazing that we're going to play for you now and check out the incredible drumming of the incredible Bill Ward, which Black Sabbath ain't jack shit without him. And I'm talking about the original Black Sabbath. Fuck 13. This is Black Sabbath, motherfucker. This song's called Mm -hmm. Supernova.
All right, that was uh, Supernova by Black Sabbath. Ian is saying that the song that Bill had problems with was Cornucopia, so he may be right. I mean, I, God, I mean, I think he is right, being that he wiped the floor with us on the trivia could, this week. Hey, I could be wrong, too. You never know. I have a feeling you're right because of today's show. I mean, I feel disgusted how much you own me. But, and, and, and not only own me, then you own me with those fucking questions man it's like god damn <laughs> i never knew any of those questions never even heard of it oh they were tough they were yeah, tough yeah, so were yours so were yours so. all right and you know what i love i love some fucking deep cuts and uh this is one of my favorite songs by one of my all-time favorite bands off their second studio album killers this is iron maiden with prodigal son i love mm. this freaking song
Okay, that was Led Zeppelin with the Wonton song. You know, the the one time I saw uh, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page uh, walking black to Clarksville, whatever tour, yeah. which was a phenomenal show, by the way. That was good. I saw that. I saw that in Tampa. Ah, I must have saw it either the day before or the day after, a couple same week because I saw it in Miami, right. and uh, you know uh, they opened with that song, the Wonton song. You want, you want to talk about how happy and that night they also played Tangerine uh, there was a, like a lot of deep cuts that I was like oh god damn that was a great 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 show anyway okay now See, we're here, here. here's another one where we go back and forth because because I've always heard it was the wanton song not wanton but you could be right but who cares, you know, no, who you cares could, about specifics you could but, be uh, you could be right because I'm really bad you know I mean I say H I say Ace Freely all the time. My favorite member of Kiss, but it's really Ace Freely. All right. Well, anyway, what do you got? I do the, I do the same thing. I always say their best dr- drummer was fucking Eric Automobile. So, you know, who gives a fuck how you pronounce this shit? <laughs> and normally now we're going to Fan of the Week. But since it's our 50th episode, I've got two fans of the week. And these are ones who have been so important in this, like, little milestone in our career the first one I'm gonna, I'm gonna have two the first one is Mike Sears Mike mm-hmm. Sears has been here since day one and he listens to every fucking episode is and he the, he's the one that like every Sunday like tags it right oh he, he tags the show every Sunday yeah I like that mm-hmm. l- l- listens to it whether he <clears throat> w- whether he likes the band or the album or not he listens to it every week he always tags the show. He's used the Amazon link like crazy. Always sends me a little message, let me know, hey, I'm buying this off the Amazon link. He, he will do anything to support this show. He is a true brother, uh, an amazing, amazing friend of the show. Mike Sears, I love you, brother. Thank you so much for everything you've done. Woo-hoo. Yeah, got to mm-hmm. give it up to Mike. Another one. Mike of rules. Love the dude. He's the fucking real deal, brother. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, he Hell is. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. one I want to thank, and this is a guy who's really helped us out behind the scenes. I mentioned it. We're going to have him on the show coming up soon again. And that is Mr. Chris Zinzak from the Decibel Geek Podcast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris has done so much, so much behind the scenes helping me out because you know me and Ralph we had never done a podcast before we didn't know a lot uh Chris sent me a message early on and said hey I like you guys you know was very supportive and I've asked him so much he's helped me out with everything through getting you know the Amazon sponsorship to you know just little tips and pointers here and there and just always been a great great friend uh they have an amazing new website and they have us listed on their friend site of, of links of other podcasts and they give us a glowing review and, and tell people to check us out and I really appreciate it that's why every Sunday when I after I share the link for our show I always share the link for Decibel Geek because they've done so much to help us out and so much to support us so thank you Chris Sinzak also thank you Aaron Camaro Bill Wang would you like to add anything? Yeah I certainly would I certainly would uh, if everybody is bored please check out my Facebook page me and my wife Jean Elizabeth kiss 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 metal and hard rock me and my w- lovely wife Jean Elizabeth Wang run it and I would like to say a big time happy 
50th episode, motherfuckers. Badass from where it started to where it is now. Because even if I wasn't on the show, the show is fucking badass. Give it up. Ralph, Dr. Fuck, Wadzilla, Ian Wadley, Ralph Vera, you guys, I'm honored. 50, dude. That's nothing to sneeze at. You got everybody on your side, the Sizniks, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's awesome. And congratulations, man, from thank me. You, thank from you me. very much, Bill. And it's an honor always to have you on the show. And and uh, we, we are honored to have you. The episodes we've done with you have always been a fucking blast. And you're I love them all except Judas Priest. I was wasted. But oh well. And I like and I like that one. Oh, I, 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 okay, right on. I, I love it too. And uh, Bill, you will always be a part of this show. You are you, you are a member of our extended family. We love you. The fans love you. And we thank you so much for joining us on this awesome celebration that is our 50th episode so 50th yeah hell yeah Woo-hoo. bam 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 awesome what is that silver silver anniversary is that what it is something like that i, yeah. I, I don't know I, I think you have to take me to Bennigan's after we're done recording this <laughs> so, you, know, you know somewhere classy where they got peanuts on the floor <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to say thank you so much. Uh, check us out. There's many ways. Of course, come on the Podbean page. Go to iTunes. If you go on iTunes, be kind enough to leave a review. Give us a five-star rating. It would be amazing. Uh, if you're on an Android device, there's Podcast Addict. Also, another thing we have to mention, something we are so lucky to be a part of. Very and proud. Has, very, and very has, proud. And has really, really helped us to get to the next level is being part of thatmetalstation.com. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Scott Green is amazing. Thatmetalstation.com is amazing. You can hear us on thatmetalstation.com on Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. And Ultimate Sin was on yesterday. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and, Yeah. and, And not just us. There's also the Rock Show with Joe and Gully is on there. And they have right. incredible DJs. They mm. play. They play a wide uh, selection of metal. It's definitely not FM metal. It's real metal. It's heavy fucking metal. It's awesome. Go to the website. They have news. They have reviews. They have so much stuff. They have amazing contests. They have a contest right now called Big Box of Metal, where you could win a, just a shit ton of fucking metal. And who doesn't need free metal? Because all you fuckers should be broke spending money on our Amazon link that you need to win more free metal. And so I, you, I would like to also add our our uh, friend, Joseph Straub, is that his name? <laughs> Straub, Straub, whatever. Yeah, Terrence, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Terrence Mach 2. Well, he won. He won something off of... Uh, he won that, three. He won three seasons. And he posted a picture of it. It's like, look, this is what they sent. So this. This is the real deal, folks. I mean, you want to buy a box of metal, you want to win this, tune into that metal station. I love that metal station. I listen to it all the time, like if I'm cleaning around the house, if I'm fucking a whore, or if I'm shooting cat tranquilizers in my eye. It is the greatest thing to listen to. ThatMetalStation.com, bitch. Check it out. Yeah. All right. And uh, also, we do have a YouTube channel. That is suspended because of you-know-who. But only for a certain amount of time. But for new listeners, go back, go to our YouTube channel. It's Rock and Metal Combat 
podcast, all one word. And you can see uh, the recent video I put up of Jakey Lee really fucked up on something. Oh, oh yeah, oh my god. I put but, that's on there. There's there, there's uh, celebrity IDs are on there, uh, past episodes, and it's so amazing because Ralph. You know, he puts up pictures and videos, like whatever band album we're talking about, like pictures and videos of that era. If it's an episode you really love, that's another way to enjoy it. You know, it's just to watch all this shit. Ralph, <laughs> Ralph is really gotta check that out. Lick it up. Oh, the Lick It Up was awesome. Ralph, you did fucking phenomenal on that, bro. Oh, thank oh, you so much, Bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, oh, yeah man. And, Hell yeah. Awesome. And, and on everyone, I really got to give it to Ralph because this isn't something you do in like fucking five minutes. Yeah. This, is, this, this is a labor of love that Ralph puts a lot of fucking, just like he does everything else he does. He puts his heart and soul into That's it. That's right. You know, I mean, I will not come up from a girl till she comes three times. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and my mother said the same thing, you know. No, no, fuck that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't want throat cancer. You're, you're a trooper. But uh, we hope you enjoyed this 50th episode. And we've got more exciting things to come. Uh, what more can I say than what we have next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast? We are joined by former President Bill Clinton. What? Yes, the former uh, leader of the free world, Bill Clinton, is here while oh. we talk about poisons open up and say ah. Oh. That's next oh. week oh. on awesome. the Rock and Metal Ooh. Combat Podcast. I wonder if he's going to mention Monica during it. 